The People's Bank of China, POBC, has today devalued the one for a third time in a row by 1.1% against the U.S. dollar. Speculation is rife that the weak July economic data and expectations of more interest rate cuts later in the year are likely to push the POBC to allow the yuan to slip even further, up to 10%. This has put financial markets on urge as investors try to deal with the uncertainty. Rob Price, a market analyst at ETM Analytics, says a number of global events have heightened the level of insecurity in the markets. Volatility is certainly on the rise during this current phase of the cycle and, and we're seeing that being reflected in currency markets, in commodity markets, in equity markets. I think that the uncertainty will continue. In terms of the, the Chinese themselves, they're not really going to tell people what they're going to do. They're not going to be very truthful. The yuan is traded in a managed float, which means on a daily basis, officials set a reference rate, a midpoint around which the currency is allowed to trade. Earlier in the week, the system for setting that rate was meant to be changed to allow market forces to determine the rate. The decision to devalue the currency was meant to boost economic growth after a number of interventions from the country's government failed to change the current economic trajectory. Daniel Baker, head of fixed income and forex at Informal Global Markets in London, says the aggressive steps by the POBC confirms what many analysts have long suspected, that the situation with the Chinese economy could be worse than what we were led to believe. The underlying weakness in the economy, the fundamentals there, the problems with shadow banks, the problems with huge credit pile-up and debt, maybe they're worse than people perceived and is showing in the data maybe there's worse to come. Baker says other countries may follow China's footsteps and this may lead to a currency war with the likes of the US but the other argument is that by implementing quantitative easing the Federal Reserve in the US devalued the dollar without saying so. So why should China not do the same? When even big bodies like the IMF when they see uh, countries or regimes actively directly intervening to devalue the currency, then it does raise question marks over that kind of policy, which is obviously manufactured, and it will have implications for nearby currencies, nearby countries, nearby economies, and also that country's trading partner. The casualty of this, of course, is emerging markets like South Africa, who are price takers and are basically at the mercy of larger economies. Some analysts say emerging market currencies are likely to plunge by between 30 and 50 percent in the next nine months. China remains South Africa's single largest trade partner and buyer of its commodities. But cheaper Chinese exports could result in a surplus of the very commodities that Africa's most developed economy depends on. Rob Price says this could threaten the country's foreign earnings. The devaluation of the one has accentuated focus on Chinese economic growth, which is fundamentally weak and continues to weaken. And as a result, that has negative impact on commodities, which has a negative impact on the RAND. It also has a negative impact on demand for South African goods and services and for our commodities, particularly is, has, has slowed. So that's where it's impacting our, our foreign earnings. Earlier in the week, President Jacob Zuma downplayed the crisis the domestic economy finds itself, but the potential job losses in the industrial sector of this economy is very telling. The local steel industry is one of those facing a bleak outlook with 16,000 workers retrenched last year and 5,000 more jobs hanging in the balance. The industry has applied for a 10% increased tariff hike to mitigate the dumping of cheap steel from
from China and save jobs. But the devaluation of the yuan means that these imports are likely to get even cheaper and possibly result in further job losses. General Secretary of NUMSA, Ivan Jim, says unless serious interventions are made, the country can kiss goodbye the dream of industrialization. One of those measures is to increase tariffs. Increasing tariffs is in front of protecting our own industries, to protect our own steel industry and our own market out of dumping of steel from all over the world. Why must it be an issue of fears for us when about 64 countries that have got steel industry, they have increased their own tariffs to protect their own economies? But Land Minister Gugil and Quinty on Tuesday shot down the idea of increasing tariffs against China steel dumping in South Africa. In Johannesburg, I'm Dima Shoro.